0: I was actually today preparing for this episode I listened to the last episode Mm. did you did you listen to that episode that we did
1: I did when we did it
0: (laughs) okay yeah which is it's been a a long time yeah yeah I was just listening and it's funny man because it's like the difference in me in that episode is crazy yeah like what I was going through back then that was more than a year ago to to like now
2: yeah
0: it's kind of cool like how the podcast can like journal what I've been going through and you listen to it was like oh okay I was in that stage of my life where like that episode in particular I don't know Mm -hmm. if you noticed it while doing it or like after listening to it but that episode I think I was kind of in my head too much that episode I was Mm -hmm. very like uh like I even felt very uncomfortable at a certain point because I was trying to express something that I didn't know how to use the words for Mm -hmm. and it was very like personal and you weren't getting it and Mm -hmm. I was like getting like like hit yeah, hot yeah. by the second, I was just like, oh shit. Like, yeah. for a good 10 minutes, if you, if anybody listening out there goes back, it's episode 87. Mm-hmm. If you listen to like the last 15 minutes, yeah. 10 of those last 15 minutes is me, like, <laughs> it's like me fighting yeah. to get my, like, what I'm trying to say. I felt yeah. like I was thrown into like a, the deep end of a pool.
1: What was the topic?
0: It was basically, um, at that point, and this is why it's so funny listening back to it, like, mm-hmm. I, I had this weird, like, obsession with thinking I had narcissistic personality disorder
1: ah, i remember that yeah it was like okay. the self-diagnosis like yeah. I, I was convinced
0: oh i, I remember it. that yeah I, I was literally convinced that i had that shit yeah and and obviously what's funny is like after that I, i've i talked to a therapist already and i know that's, that's not good. you know what i mean like yeah. they she was so also like it was funny because she was just like yeah you def- you're not narcissistic," yeah. and i yeah. was just like what really yeah um so that was funny but but
1: you know it's good to have that yes because it's like yes yes you're now free like you feel relaxed you're like okay okay i think i'm good
0: well, I, I'm not good, okay, but what okay, but, yeah. but, but I did learn, yeah. thanks to you, partly, was mm-hmm. the, the self-diagnosis thing. You were very like, you need to stop doing that. And yeah. now, for whatever reason, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I was going through, I was just like, are you sure I can self-diagnose? Like, <laughs> I was so cocky about it. Yeah. I was like, I think I can. you know, and yeah. then and now I, I know, more than a right. year later, I'm like, yeah, you really yeah. can't. Even if you feel like there's something that you need to mm-hmm. talk to a professional about, mm-hmm. you know, you can't determine that but that's what i did today i was listening to that and it was just so funny wow. like hearing that version of myself and like how different and like how much shit has happened after that and you know what's funny that episode mm-hmm. started very similar to this one because mm-hmm. it was me talking about myself too much so let's just <laughs> swiftly move on from that it's okay But <laughs> that's exactly how the it's last okay episode Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Empty Penis Podcast with you, also Larry Polanco. This week for episode 152, I have author and poet Diakotheum on the podcast. You may recognize D. She's been on the podcast now three times, counting this appearance. So that should let you know how much I enjoy having her on the podcast. This episode was great. We talked about a lot of topics, but mainly we talked about her latest poetry book, The Sweetest Nectar. Out now, the link can be in her bio, but mainly in the description of this episode. You can go and check it out and buy it for yourself but just in general we talked about a lot of different topics we talk about you know men who are not nurturing or why men aren't as nurturing to women as women are to men you know the struggles of finding the right partner and attracting the wrong people something i can very much talk about the early pressures that women get like people asking women like when are they going to get married from the time they turn 18 which is fucking wild to me her experience working with kids as well as my previous experience working with kids and we talk about how draining it can be but how like kids are you know innately good and how like we should view humans as just little kids before they get corrupted by the world they got pretty deep so without further introduction let's just get straight into this episode d
1: yes
0: how are you doing
1: i am here i am good that's um, good that you're here yeah like i published my second poetry yes book. okay
0: thank you thank you for mentioning that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> please talk about that because yeah,
1: yeah 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 um it's called the sweetest nectar Um, I gotta
0: give you a round of applause for this one (laughs) Yeah the sweetest nectar (laughs) Let's go Sweetest nectar um second book that you actually said i remember the your first appearance i was listening to part of that as well yeah you did mention you were working on a second book Mm -hmm. even all the way back then so yes and you know and you said i want to take my time with it and you did
1: two years in the making i so i had an idea while i was on the train my way to work this was Mm. pre-covid and wow I was just, because usually when I'm sitting on the train, that's when the ideas come to me. Mm. And the one poem came to mind and I thought about like hummingbirds and things like that. And then I wrote the poem and then the idea of the book came to mind. Mm. So then I had to split up the book into different chapters, into four chapters.
2: Okay.
1: Um, And I really wanted to like focus on intimacy with this book. Mm. Um, And I wanted my readers to get more of like, just interpret it in their own way. Like, yeah. my first book was really sad. And I didn't <laughs> want that for the second book. I got that criticism. I was like, all right, yeah, I got Wait, it. Wait, did I people did. actually
0: tell you that? that it was Yeah, sad? like,
1: I remember someone was just oh. like, D, your book is so sad. Like, it made me so sad. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. And, like, I revisited black thorns a few days ago and i'm like yo this what was i going through when Mm -hmm. i wrote this that's
0: funny yeah so very similar to like it's funny looking at yourself like your work then back then then, mm -hmm. and how much you've changed and how
1: much you've changed and then the sweetest nectar came through like i wrote it took my time with it um but i love it because it's like i'm really tapping into like intimacy you know mm. what it's like being an african woman okay um what i've been yeah. dealing with as like a early and someone in her early 20s mm. dealing with african parents as well yeah um and also like just my love life in general but it's very like it's very moving that's what i'm gonna say
0: that's good. That's cool, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to read it. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get it before because because listen, I've I've seen podcasts that that's kind of what a lot of podcasters do when they yeah. get somebody with a book. It's like mm-hmm. they read it, they get the topics, and yeah. you're able to talk about everything yeah, that's yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah. And I wanted to do that, and mm-hmm. I guess we could still do that. Yeah. You know, I can read it and then I can have you on. Right, hopefully not a year later. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean? like, yeah. have you on back sooner yeah. than that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's okay so you you were mentioning the the, the love life topics mm-hmm. the you know early 20s dealing with African family parents yeah which is something that we actually I remembered even from the first episode we did together that you talked about just like yeah. that struggle mm-hmm. with you know, well, actually, I guess this is how I want to ask. This did mm-hmm. you did you move out? Did you end up moving out?
1: No, I'm okay, still in my parents'
0: home. Well, that's in. Obviously, we talked about that back then. It's yeah. just like that's a very big decision because it is. as the oldest, mm-hmm. right, oldest. the eldest. Yep. There's a lot of responsibility that kind of falls on you to kind of keep the family together. together. Almost
1: exactly, isn't
0: that? <laughs>
2: yes,
0: <laughs> which is kind of wild, but yeah, yeah it's true that you mm-hmm. kind of feel like, oh man, I just have to. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a weird that's a weird role that I'm sure you talked about in in uh The Sweetest Nectar.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: How, um, well, okay, well, I want you to talk about that. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt you. No, no okay, go okay, go ahead, go ahead. Why well, was you going to ask like what's the meaning of the title?
1: So, The Sweetest Nectar, um, the first poem is actually called Sweetest Nectar okay. and that's
0: how it starts off.
1: The entire book really focuses on the hummingbird mm. so what i did was i love how i laid out the book
0: oh um, you like the structure you yeah structure it in a certain way so yeah. there's
1: a chapter in the book and it's called um letters to my forbidden lovers mm. and Ooh. it has like a poem for each of like my past exes and lovers that i had yeah and okay. each of them instead of putting their own names on there of yeah, course yeah. i wouldn't do that no, i put you can't do hummingbirds that. on there so the like hummingbird different types of yeah, different types of hummingbirds. Um, so, so I don't know, the whole book really focuses on the hummingbird, because the hummingbird represents joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really wanted to not have a sad book. I wanted to have a book that actually <laughs> meant something to people. So you made
0: a like a, a conscious effort not to yeah, just dwell and not delight.
1: to yeah, like yeah. in the beginning, yeah, there are some sad moments, but then I decided to end the chapter or have like a last chapter as like a healing chapter okay? where, you know, I'm talking about breathing. I'm talking about, you know, finding the next chapter, just things like Mm. that. Um, But yeah, that's how I structured the book. So we start off with like a little bit of intimacy, some love. Um, One of my friends, he actually had the book. And he does lift, so he had the book in his car. Oh, cool! And he had a few people like read it, and they actually said they read the first poem, and they were just like, "Yo, like, what is this? Like, is this porn?" And I was just like,
2: "No, <laughs> wait,
1: wait, 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 wait! See,
0: now I really wish I read this fucking yeah this book, is and that, I can understand why they inter- it was?
1: No, it's not even graphic. That's the funny thing. It's just the way someone would interpret it." So, yeah, you would have to read it to, like, see, like, what it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to get some sort of idea. Why would... Why do you think they thought it was, like, a porn book?
1: Because it was, like, (laughs) you know... I don't even want to say it. But, like, I'm going to say it anyways. Like, suckings, like, the
0: nectar. (laughs) But it's, like you gotta just, interpret it i i understand i yes, listen. that's so, all you gotta say i understand exactly what you're talking about because like, wow. well those people just you know they have to read the entire book and get the the, the point of it and obviously. that's
1: what he has said to my friend was just like you guys got to read the entire book you like gotta- it's not <laughs> like that right so, i mean i can
0: understand somebody without context yeah you know and obviously people just have dirty minds in general they so they hear them. something about sucking the nectar out of something they think oh it can only like, oh, mean one thing
1: right and i'm like that's not
0: that's so funny no but but even you like explaining the concept of it because i was gonna ask like the the sweetest nectar obviously in hummingbird joy so Mm -hmm. i'm imagining well if if it's if the hummingbirds are the the ex-lovers let's Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. are they in hummingbirds are the ones that extract the nectar right do i get that right so Mm -hmm. what would that mean Mm-hmm. Are they extracting like the nectar from you? Like whatever I don't understand. You,
1: however,
2: you gotta read the
0: However, you want
1: to interpret it. That's but good. each okay. of the poems, it's really I do talk about whatever heartbreak I've experienced. Mm-hmm. But I also go into like. There are some beautiful poems in there that talk about what love meant to me
0: Okay. as a whole. So, got it. Okay, yeah. okay. Are you? Do you describe yourself as a hummingbird in this book? Or did I, you do you think that it's strictly for...
1: I left that... I described the black man as the hummingbird. Okay,
0: got yeah, it. Got it. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Well, that's actually pretty cool in the way that like mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily center the book around you. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You're able to get your experience out mm-hmm. without putting yourself in the center of it. That's actually pretty cool. That's a good idea.
2: Yeah.
0: It's almost like you're trying to look at the perspective from like trying to look at it from the other side. Right.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. How do you feel like what changes Well, uh, I'll just ask. it's a very I don't like to ask very obvious and like vague questions. Yeah. But sometimes I need it in order to get get, like get deeper. I need some sort of like entry question. Yeah. How do you what are the biggest changes that you've gone through from the time you published your first book to this one? Yeah. Or like from the time you published your first books that led to you creating this one?
1: So my first book, it was really like a collection of poems. And Mm. I was I was young. Yeah. I was young, I was experiencing different things, like different types of friendships, different types of relationships in my life. Um, And then, you know, as you get older, you start to change as a person. Mm, You start to experience different things, you start to meet new people. And so with The Sweetest Nectar, I did see a significant change in my writing too. So Mm, I needed, like I needed that, like I needed a a different body of work to showcase like, okay, my writing style has changed guys. Like how,
0: how, how do you feel like it's changed your writing? style?
1: I feel like I've gotten more deeper into myself. Like Mm, I've learned who I am as a writer. Like I found my style. Um, I have a really specific theme when it comes to my work. Like I talk about this garden a lot. Like I have a garden Mm, in this garden there's, you know, there's my mother, there's my grandmothers, you know, there's African women in this garden. Okay. And I'm trying to water the seeds in this garden mm. for my future daughter, for example. Ah. Um. So, like, whatever I had in Black Thorns, it was preparing me for, you know, the sweetest nectar and any right. type of poems I've been coming up with, you know, outside of Black Thorns.
0: So, the the garden is a, a concept that mm-hmm is was it w- the kind of revealed itself after black thorns you're saying right?
1: yeah so okay. in black thorns i started with the garden okay like i started talking about the garden i have like two poems i really dig deep into you know talking about a garden mm. and then you know in um the sweetest nectar i explore that even further got but i don't it, talk it.
0: about it too okay. much though yeah. got it that that makes sense that yeah. makes sense you're, you're diving deeper into that mm-hmm. yeah idea that concept and yeah. that, that sounds like a cool concept mm-hmm. um what surprised you what was the most surprising thing from writing this book like what was something that you wrote you were like i can't believe i wrote this
2: oh i got a funny one
0: (laughs) okay i'd love to hear it
1: i yeah was i was okay so i was with this person
0: Hmm.
1: at the time i was with this person it was a serious relationship um it was close to marriage close whoa okay yeah it was serious Wow. And we didn't break up at the time. It was like we were we were there. We were in love, if you want to call it that. Um, and I remember I was just sitting on my bed, and this poem came to me. Mm. And it's called The Honeymoon Phase. And this is a favorite from people. Okay. Um, I wasn't heartbroken. I was completely fine. Right. And I wrote this poem. And I'm like, huh. okay, where did this come from? And I didn't finish it. I wrote uh. half of it. And yeah. then once we broke up, I was able that's to finish cra- it.
0: That's great, dog. Th- I almost is-
1: cried after that. I was like, "This that's poem crazy. is gonna be a hit. Like, this is gonna be my." That's poem.
0: so crazy because that's actually something I've noticed, mm-hmm. and I've talked to a lot of women about. There's just yeah. this weird like instinct with women. Yeah. They just know when something yeah. is over before
1: before it's even like yeah. so
0: far before yeah. it's even over. Yep. Yeah. I don't even understand that seems yeah. like magic to me like how do you
2: yeah
0: is it something that do you think it's something like subconscious that you you cannot you feel like something's wrong but you don't kind of but yeah I don't know how to describe it like you know there's something like missing or something that's not being done right yeah but you don't acknowledge it or like Mm. on the surface is not really obstructing like your day-to-day interactions with this person yeah
1: i would say from Mm. my experience with that specific relationship i think for me i didn't feel a connection Mm.
2: so that
1: so i already knew like okay maybe this is gonna end but i don't want it to end but it was like d like if there's no connection it's bound to end either because like i know myself like i can't stay in a relationship with someone who i don't connect with so that's like it just came to me at the time.
0: And it, was it because you, when you say there's no connection, was there a connection at 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 the beginning? It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Which so it is just always like that
1: for me. In the beginning, there's always a connection, and right, then like right. midway, you know, something happens, or you're just like, uh, you're not the one for me. So interesting. Yeah. Do,
0: did you ever figure out what mm-hmm. it was that made the connection get lost?
1: I think so for me specifically this is how I am in the beginning cuz I'm I'm a, like I connect with people like right. that's just me yeah. as a person so it's like in the beginning I'll connect with someone great vibes you know all of that but then later on I start to learn more about the person yeah they start to learn well they don't even learn much about me, you know? Because okay. I'm the one asking the questions. I'm this the one, is something
0: you talked yeah, about. Yeah, like, yes, I'm
1: the one, yes, like, yes. putting in the moves, taking yes. initiative. And then once I get to know them, it's like, I kind of get bored. And I'm like, mm, that's not going to go anywhere. Um, and then, like, I start to notice, like, certain traits that will bother me about the person. So it's just, like, the connection then just, it gets faded. Like, so it then, gets lost.
0: So then, is it a problem that the other person mm-hmm. doesn't, you don't feel like the other person is making the same effort at getting to know you? That... And even if
1: the person is trying their best, there's still no connection. Because it's like, what do we have in common? Right. Can you, um, can we talk about different topics besides, you know, how was your day? Or what's your favorite food? What's your favorite color? How many siblings you have? Like, can we go deeper than that? Sure, yeah. Like, can we talk about serious matters? Like, how does, you know, this impact you? But it's like the conversation never goes any further you know Mm. like the connection is just
0: not well that's interesting that it got that kind of serious and Mm -hmm. there wasn't that kind of connection what do you think that was about
1: i was young
0: okay
1: and it's like at the time i think i was peer pressured to
0: well that's not even peer
1: pressure societal pressure of just like d you got to get married you got to get married you got to get married I want to talk about that for sure. Yeah, That's
0: going to be, that's, I got to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. To the point
1: where I was just like, you know what, like maybe, but when I felt that connection with him, I was like, you know what? Okay. I can give him a chance. You know, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. It didn't really go anywhere. And it was just like, you know what? It's okay. Like just. Yeah. That's good that it it didn't go in. I mean, there wasn't that connection.
0: And you know that what's crazy, what's crazier is when you think about Mm -hmm. the amount of marriages that are like that. Mm-hmm. They have that feeling deep inside. There's literally nothing. There's, there's no nothing. real connection here. Mm-hmm. But they just get married anyway. Yeah. That's crazy. That must happen a lot with the v- v- divorce rate. I mean, you know what I mean. That must be it. Um, yeah. Wow. That's that's pretty interesting. the, the thing about the connection part. Because mm-hmm. why why do you think do you think is do you think that's a man thing where like they don't just ask they don't ask enough questions? Is that something you've <laughs> encountered with just men in general? They don't really ask enough questions.
1: I think it's the type of men I attract for some reason. Because everybody else, I'm like, how do you find your significant other? Like, yeah. what what worked for you? Can you share your secret? Because the men I attract, they... I don't, well,
0: it's African men. I remember you said that at that, a
1: point. But it's like... <laughs> okay can you like try to have a conversation with me can you try to ask me questions besides how was my day like what's my favorite color but it's also I think another thing is I also had to think about it for myself like D you kind of always take initiative whenever you enter into a relationship like Mm. maybe take a step back but even when you take a step back it's like there's nothing there it's like hello
0: I'm here can you so so, okay this is this actually let's see let's see where this goes this is gonna be an interesting turn that i'm gonna make here but Mm -hmm. it sounds there's what i'm hearing there Mm -hmm. might be a little bit of like a a a a submissive versus dominant and just in terms of personalities where it seems like Mm -hmm. you are very like you're the dominant one typically in relationships but it seems like maybe you don't want that maybe that's just how you are but realize maybe that's not necessarily what i need in a sustainable relationship i think does that make sense
1: no it makes sense i think like As an independent woman who's doing so much for herself and is not used to people doing things for her, especially men doing things for me, because I'm always like, you know, I'm helpful, like I'm caring, I'm nurturing. So it's like I always like to take that initiative. Yeah. But the men I attract, it's like, it's not there, like. They expect the nurturing part, which I'm already ready to give. But it's like, D, you kind of have to take a step back and see, like, what can they offer for you? Right. Because that's the first thing. Yeah. So then it turns into, well, D, you're kind of being picky. And I'm like, I'm not really being picky. You know, like, I know what I want and what I need. You know? Yeah. So it's like that's why i'm still single so it's like i'm okay with that i am completely okay with that because i'm very content right now too
0: oh that's good yeah that that, that is also good um
1: yeah
0: no but that is an interesting thing i've i I feel like a lot of like Mm -hmm. independent women come to a certain point where they realize Mm -hmm. there's just certain parts of their life they can't do that with as much as you uh, as you know for anybody who wants to be independent but you know mainly women like there's just certain things that you just can't reach by yourself like you need like that other person Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and that is a very interesting part and that's like and let me let me also say this. Like I'm starting to see uh, in terms of content and podcast, specifically with men, mm-hmm. like it seems to be a trend of like men making these like men versus women. Like you know yeah. what the what are the fucking dumb questions that these podcasters? Have? I yeah. can't even remember. But yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly Those what podcasts, you're talking about. Yeah. that's all they talk about. Was like right. yo, the woman expects this, and then right. the man is supposed to do this, and there's right. a double standard. This, and it's yeah. just like. It, I feel like in a, a lot of conflict comes from and obviously mm-hmm. these like almost this very immature man would be like, oh, you want to be independent, but then you want me to be, mm. you know, do this for you and right. do that for you. Right. They probably use that as the excuse. It's like oh, if you're so independent, but it's like right. I, I'm I am starting to notice something very interesting. Like I said, we're like with independent women, but mm. they come to the point where they realize that they may also want like some sort of dominant partner if that makes sense in certain ways it's not like it makes you know, sense it, it's not like in the 50s mm-hmm. where like it's just black and white it's like you know yeah it's never you know black what i mean white. it's like yeah. you, you do all this and i do all that it's mm-hmm. it, that's another thing i don't know from where i heard this but mm-hmm. it makes sense of like it's more about figuring out mm-hmm. who does what at certain right. points and who and when it's time to switch right you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. it's that's what I'm starting to realize with like modern relationships. It's becoming more obvious mm-hmm. or acceptable or understand, right. you know, it's being understood right. that it, it, it changes from it, it. Like, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. There's no like, a there's set no specific
1: roles. G- like gender roles exactly. being given. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I think I'm just going to speak for myself. I think for me, I've watched my mom doing a lot for my father mm. and it's like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, that's not what I want to do. Like, mm, okay. I want to take care of my significant other, but dude, can you take care of me? Like, right. just not even financially. Like, yeah, I can yeah. take care of myself financially, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. can you take care of me in other ways? Um, can what you, are the
0: other ways?
1: Being nurturing. like. Okay. What well, what does to, that entail?
0: Because I, I, I want for
1: me I, it entails like because
0: I want to I feel like this is very interesting in mm-hmm. terms of like you know what women really want into, yeah. or like because I feel like that is a common sentiment with women. Mm-hmm. It's like the nurturing part. Like yeah. I feel like maybe it's a I don't know if it, I think it's I don't know. It's it can be a man thing of like not mm-hmm. nurturing enough mm-hmm. the woman and yeah. always just being the one getting nurtured. If that makes sense? Yeah,
1: I think for me it's just like I've watched my mom my aunt not received that emotional support mm. emotional love yeah and i'm like i want that mm. like i've grown up with lack of affection to the point where people in my life are just like d you're just not affectionate and i'm just like <laughs> i don't like touching what? people like i don't like like i don't like you know affection yeah. sometimes i kind of okay. want like that distance right because i'm not used to it so it feels ah, weird to. Me. Wow, so it's like
0: interesting.
1: If I have a significant other, I want that. Like I want the affection
0: even if you recoil at first. Yeah, like yeah. even
1: then it's just like and then I want you to be really attentive. Like do you like notice how I'm feeling and even if I tell you like dude, I'm feeling xyz, yeah, yeah. be attentive to how I'm feeling, like pay attention <laughs> yeah, sir yeah, yeah. because I will pay attention. So it's like, you know, That emotional love that, you know, my mom or my aunts just never received. Mm. I kind of want that. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship where there's not, that's not present.
0: That's interesting. I feel Mm. like there's, okay, because my mind is kind of going all over the place. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, fuck i forgot what i was gonna say uh it, 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 can you can you repeat the last part again
1: <laughs> being attentive
0: being attentive oh yes yeah. okay that's good that's exactly what i was gonna re- uh, talk about it's like in terms mm. of i don't know what it is mm. and i don't want to defend men too much mm. but you know i am a man so you know i, I would like to you know defend yeah. my, my my your <laughs> my brothers my brothers in arms you know yeah, what yeah, I, mean? yeah, yeah. Uh, I think guys are just naturally aloof i don't know why in terms of when it comes to that And I don't know, and that's not necessarily an excuse. Obviously, that's something you can work on. Right. But I have noticed sometimes there's an intentions thing where, like, certain men don't necessarily want to be that aloof, but they just kind of are. And then, Mm. but then the problem is the, the... the ones that get defensive about it. When you tell them, like, ah, oh, you're not doing this. Like, well, what are you talking about? I'm like, doing, well, enough. doing enough. I'm doing enough. Yeah. I'm already doing this. What do you need me to I'm do that? I'm already
1: paying the bills. <laughs> I'm already doing But it's just like, where's that emotional yeah. love? I don't blame them. I want to say it's really just societal, like, norms. Like, mm. we've made it a norm for men to just kind of shield their emotions yeah. and just not yeah. talk about how they're feeling. Um, so it's like... like i understand that part um but i feel like we're getting to a point where it's like you can kind of try to talk about your Mm, emotions try to get out of that you know mindset of like i have to keep
0: everything inside yeah yeah. because you don't have to you can talk about it well you know what's funny i mean this is another thing also like tell me what do you think about this Mm but i've had this theory Mm -hmm. i feel like there is such thing as a man being too submissive Mm. That could be a turn off. Tell me if you understand that. If I understand you get that.
1: that and I'm going to say that depends on the woman. I mean... That's true. Yeah. That's true. Like every woman has their own type and what they like. Um, yeah. Well, straight women, I must say. So... Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah, we're strictly... Well, you know... Yeah. Well, the, yeah. yeah this is our experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, that's... Because I, I found that... I find that interesting as well. Because I have noticed... You know, a lot of women say that when a man is too submissive, there's almost something that where they can't control, like it becomes a turnoff, even if that's kind of what they want. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's this weird thing. There's you know what it is. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it comes down to this weird like um, uh, uh, nature thing in terms Mm -hmm. of like our very like animalistic instincts Mm -hmm. that I feel like we probably don't pay attention. Don't because, you know I feel like humans right now, this is going to get a little too, like, out there, but I feel mm-hmm. like humans in general right now mm-hmm. are stuck in between, like, knowing what we're supposed to do and knowing that we live in this modern world where mm-hmm. there's not a fucking tiger outside of our house that's going to eat us alive, right? Mm-hmm. And But also, like, the m- millions, I don't know how long humans, have, you know, whatever, yeah. however long, like, of instincts and evolution of, like... Right you know mm-hmm. that's almost embedded in us that we're gonna have to fight you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and yeah. i feel like we're stuck in this weird gray area where like mm. there's things that we should be doing but there's, there's things that deep down we can't control that mm-hmm. affects like the turnoffs thing like right. i feel like that's probably why i don't know like I, I could see that being the reason why maybe certain women get turned off by men it's not mm-hmm. like a, a conscious thing mm-hmm. it's just like maybe go to like the the earliest version of the human ever like i need somebody to protect me and this person just got shoved by this other guy
2: on the Mm -hmm. curb
0: and now that's a turn off yeah right Mm -hmm. i don't know but there's but you know what i'm saying there's just no it's like now trying to move on from like where we came from as humans that i think it was weird because Mm -hmm. we can also rationalize it right but you know it's just something kind of deep down that Mm -hmm. we have to fight yeah it's weird but um how do we even get it here I think we were talking... about oh, the attentiveness. Yes, yeah. yeah I'm saying yeah, how yeah. certain guys can be... What does it look like for a guy to be attentive?
1: For me, specifically, yeah. um, just being mindful of, like, my emotions.
0: Um, what does that look like? Like... Like, when you say mindful, like, being, like knowing... Mm-hmm. Is it necessarily knowing or even just asking or paying attention to when you're in different moods?
1: Yeah, or? I would say, like, because... I pay attention to people's moods. Mm. Like, I'm studying that anyway, so it doesn't even... Like, I pay attention to yeah, people's yeah. moods. I think, like, even though I have high expectations, it's like I kind of lowered them down, so it's like you can't expect people to know what you know. Um, But really just, like, knowing, you know, if I'm upset and I'm telling you why I'm upset, because I've gotten to the point where if I'm upset, I'm going to tell you why I'm yeah, upset. Right. I'm not going to keep that to myself and be like... Mm. I want you to guess. Like, no, I'm going (laughs) to tell you. But it's like, if I'm telling you after, you know, try to, you're not my therapist, but just help me out a little bit. Yeah. Maybe distract me until I can go figure out, you know, when I can go see my therapist on why I'm upset. Um... You know, not ignoring me when I'm like going through something or if I'm with telling this, you I need yeah. space, then yeah, give me space. But if I don't tell you I need space, don't just walk away from me when I'm like, you know, I'm going through something and you're just gone like because <laughs> yeah, you don't want to deal sucks. with it because yeah. there's people like that who are just like, I don't want to deal with
0: that. Oh, right.
1: Like you'll tell them like what you're going through and it's like, you, I get it. Some people are just like, okay, well, I don't want to deal with this. I can't deal with this yeah. with you. I get that. But it's like, if you're my significant other, can you, like, help me out here? Like, can you distract me? Can You, you... know
0: You know what's so funny about what you're saying right now? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm stepping back and really listening to what you're saying, this doesn't sound like that mm-hmm. much to ask. It, it almost sounds ridiculous to say, like, as a, just just if you take out everything, just say, you know, can you, like, if I'm going through something, can you, like, be nice to me? No, se- <laughs> like that's, that's it how it is. Like. No, seriously, because. That's wild. I have, I take back my defense of men. I mean, the fact that that's like the bare but minimum. But it's not and all men. It's Yeah, it's definitely not all mm-hmm. men. But I'm just it's saying if that's experience. the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It, like, just it, it blows my mind you saying that just now because I'm really listening to what you're saying. Yeah. And what you're saying is just be like a nice person. Because the emotional support
1: is not. I've seen that. Like, it's hmm. not there. And it's yeah. like usually that's why for now, like, I'm not really looking for a relationship. I'm trying yeah. to build on to like my current friendships and making those more meaningful for me yeah and really being attentive to my friends feelings who are also attentive to my feelings as well so now it's like okay whoever comes into my life that's the expectation like you see my friends yeah they care about me do you care about me (laughs) (laughs) like that's literally what it is like they care about my feelings do you care about my feelings so (laughs)
0: You know? Is that you, how you tell them? Is, yeah, yeah it's 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 like, you if you, you don't them?
1: care about my feelings, please leave. Because I don't want you here no more. So, it's like, I love that I can have my friendships as, like, my standard. But if yeah, you come yeah, into yeah, my yeah, life, for sure. go above and beyond. Try.
0: Well, I, I find this interesting because it's like... Because mm-hmm. you're saying, like, care about my feelings. And, mm-hmm. again, it's just I'm really paying attention to what you're saying, the mm-hmm. words. And yeah. it, it to me, it's just there's something I'm kind of dumbfounded by because... Mm-hmm. What makes somebody get into a, a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. and that's not like part of it?
1: Because they're looking for something else.
0: Right. And that's so what, so what exactly, like just companionship? I mean, companionship. So for me, is that what you've noticed?
1: For me specifically, I, like I said, I'm very yeah. nurturing. Yeah. So some guys are looking for someone to nurture them uh, yeah. without, you know, giving it back. Right. Because some of them don't know how to give it back. But then you have others who know how to give it back, but refuse to do it, because maybe they don't like you. They
0: just- <laughs> no, but that's
1: the thing. <laughs> no,
0: no, 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 no. Because
1: I'm, there are men who will get into relationships I, 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 with
0: women they don't like. Yeah, with women I, they don't like, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This you kind of iffy right now. <laughs> this is kind of what I mean. I don't know what. So. Listen, when things get, I don't know what it is with me, but mm-hmm. like when things get, like when things get distilled mm-hmm. to me in the most in the the simplest terms, yeah, it kind of. It, it, I don't know. Like it mm. really shows the ridiculousness of what I don't know. I'm, I, I'm kind of having like an existential crisis right now because it's like this sounds so obvious and <laughs> yet yeah. it's obviously not obvious. It's and I'm just not, like,
1: it's happening, man. But, it's uh,
0: happening. Oh, but yeah, I was gonna say the nurturing thing though, of like mm. a man being wanting to be nurtured, but then mm. not doing not anything doing back. Mm-hmm. Do you think it might be? Uh, do I feel like mm-hmm. I, you know, that's obviously something that I don't see from my experience. Mm-hmm my mom is very nurturing without me doing shit mm. so i wonder yeah if that maybe has something to do with it where like men yeah. think of nurturing as just like big time it, you know what it is it, it has to be men who are close with their moms that are like this is just what's owed to me
1: they don't even have to be close to their moms like it's big time like i've seen it so for my brothers for example yeah. My mom nurtures yeah. the heck out of my brothers. Yeah. Like, she spoils them. She loves them. She's like, you know, I love you to them. All gushy yeah, and Q yeah. or whatever. Then there's me. I'm like, sis, hello. <laughs> yeah. Can you say I love you to me back? Can you hug me back? Can you do something for me? Like, that's why I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then, you know. Wow, I that's interesting. The men I've experienced is just, or the men I've been with, yeah. they... They expected that from me, yeah, and I was willingly giving it, like the nurturing part to them, yeah. But then, you know, as I got older, I'm like, wait, D, wait, wait, let's pause for a second. Let's pause. Why are you doing all this? Yeah, yeah. You're not married to any of them, you know. Like you're, you're caring for them, you're taking care of them, but it's just like you need to pause. You need to give that nurture, yeah, to yourself because that's what matters. Like I remember, like some of my exes would text me. And like months later, like, hey, I miss you. And I'm like, oh no, you missed the idea. Of yeah,
0: me. Yeah. You missed the <laughs> yeah, nurturing yeah, 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 part of me. They, yeah, they definitely miss you. That, like, exactly, them food or whatever.
1: Yeah. So it's just like now yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 here. I'm about to turn twenty five next year and it's just oh. like just pause.
0: Yeah, yeah. All for that sure.
1: love that you've been giving to others, give it to yourself.
0: That's interesting, man. I wonder so so then okay. So then is so then if we wanna focus now. On a man mm-hmm. who who obviously think of that as just like owed mm-hmm. to them, because mm. now I'm putting myself in a situation where like I'm not I don't expect the women that I date to nurture me, yeah. but I've noticed that in that I do think of and what's even crazier is that, that even still after living by myself right. for like a year and a half now I still like mm. expect the nurturing mm. and it's weird it, I mean it's just in. It, it, what I'm basically trying to get at is the point of like, mm-hmm. how does how do men how can men break out of that of like that expecting the nurturing?
1: That's hard. And
0: giving it back because uh, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. it's like it comes from very early on, in the oh, kid, you know, of course, yeah. that's instilled in you as a kid, like your mom just like doing everything for you, like, my mom, I mean, she, my mom can't help herself, like, she literally mm-hmm. changes the curtains, <laughs> she came
1: in here to change the curtains,
0: she, she literally comes yeah. every, like, three months, every oh, season changes, she yeah. gets a new color, and she, she changes them,
1: because she loves you, yeah, right?
0: and that's what's weird, and so, like,
1: yeah,
0: but I think for men, is mostly understanding they're, like, why don't they, so, if these men, mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is, maybe that's the solution, just let your mom nurture you that way.
1: Who you telling? (laughs) Just let your mom nurture. But it's just like they expect that from their significant others. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned like breaking out of it. I. That's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Like unless you, but it's like you're gonna whatever significant other you look for, you're gonna make sure that person can nurture you the same way your mom nurtured you. Yeah. Like you want that because you crave it. That's
0: what you're used to. Right. Have you ever told the guy, "I'm not your mom."
1: Yeah, some guys. I've how do they them. react? To Cause that? I'm just like, dude, I'm not your mom. I'm like, can you cook for me? No, I'm not your yeah. mom. Go to your mom and cook yeah. for you.
0: You know, some of them would
1: laugh because, like, I make yeah. jokes here and there, but it's just like, dude, like, chill. but
0: you're dead serious, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'd be like,
1: dead serious, like, no, yeah. I'm not cooking for you.
0: Huh? Interesting. Yeah. So, so it seems like you know, or you feel like you attract a lot of these same type of men. So then, how do you? What are you doing to like realize? <laughs> Or, like, try to notice that pattern.
1: Oh, I noticed the pattern.
0: Well, now you notice it. But now I noticed
1: like, it. Now I'm just like, so what do I do next? But yeah, what <laughs> can you
0: do if, like, those are the men coming up to you and maybe, I, you know, some of them are attractive. It's I like, hit the
1: brakes. I paused, you know? So that's why you're, like, yeah, you're Yeah, now just, I paused because, honestly, like, I thought I knew what I wanted in a mm-hmm. man but now that I'm getting older, it's just like, I don't think I know what I want anymore. I think.
0: Because mm, you've just, gotten and realized it's not what you want.
1: Yeah. Like every yeah. type of relationship I've been in, which has taught me so many lessons. I've just been like, I think I kind of want to just take a break. So this mm. year, this past year, I've been single the entire year. I felt so much peace. Mm, I've focused on myself, even though yeah. people get annoyed. Like, you know, single people don't want to hear, like, focus on yourself. The person yeah, will yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't really want the person anymore. I kind of want to be alone a little bit. Well, to,
0: well, it sounds like, I'm sorry to interrupt no you, either. but sometimes that's when, like, the person comes also. It's like when you're like, See, I don't want anything.
3: I don't believe that.
0: <laughs> you don't believe that? I think that's true.
1: I don't know. Like, if the person does come, I'm gonna call you and be like, hey <laughs>
0: Well I'm, <laughs> I'm just no saying, longer single. <laughs> well just in the in the in the idea of like yeah. when you stop looking for like like Yeah, yeah,
1: when you stop looking the it comes the thing,
0: to you. It, right. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a weird like universe yeah. kind of thing that I've mm-hmm. realized just like a lot of shit Yeah when you are not when you're like it's almost like a this is like a Buddhist principle of like, you know, of like wanting things is bad. Or, you know, like, that's the whole Buddhist, like, you know, uh, uh, philosophy. It's just like, you should never want anything. Mm -hmm. Because the moment you want is the moment that you're going to be unhappy because you're not getting. Right. You're not
1: getting. You see, that's what it was for me. You know, I spent my early 20s upset. Like, why isn't this working for me? Why is everybody else around me getting married? And I'm still here dating. Like, I don't want to be dating. I want to be settled. But then you know I'm so glad like I got out of that mindset because like yeah. I don't want to settle right now. I still want to yeah. enjoy whatever time I have left for myself, focus on my career, like advance, make more money, um pursue whatever else I want to pursue. A man will come when he comes. Right. But a man what is a man going to do for me right now? like unless you're adding more to my happiness or like you're bringing in more money for me paying off my student loans you know whatever it is like but if a man is coming here to jeopardize that i don't want it like i'm okay right now
0: yeah that's that's interesting and you mentioned the marriage thing again Mm -hmm. so i definitely want to talk about this is this has to be this is definitely like a cultural thing right oh
1: yeah because i was
0: gonna say like Mm-hmm. I don't know, and it's also probably a woman thing, just mm-hmm. like the the Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I couldn't be more, mm. like in terms of how I think about marriage, I couldn't yeah. be more like far, because it's, yeah. it's a different culture and it's a it's you know a different gender. It's like double it. Like I'm so detached from that, like marriage. Yes, it's not even, there for you. It's not at all. And no. then I hear you talk about it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, you, because I even I even. I, I, I like what I tell my mom always. She's like, you know, I'm not getting 30 before 30, right. I'm not getting married, married before, before 30, 30. 30. Yeah, um, and uh, so when I hear you talking about how you were almost married, I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, that young, and but it's yeah. not that <laughs> but young, it's not that young, so, in my especially culture. compared to, to the people that you know, like you mentioned, oh, was like,
1: yeah, like so many people that I know that are younger than me are married, you know, aunties are coming at me like. When are you gonna get married? Like, where's your husband? You know, and I'm just like, I don't know. Do you want to find a husband for me? Like, what's up? Arranged
0: marriage? Yeah.
1: No, I tried that uh, (laughs) with my parents. Like, it was this year actually, months ago. That's funny. My dad offered me a guy. My mom offered me a guy. (laughs) I said no to both proposals. You know, I've had so many proposals. I just keep saying no. Because how does that even go? It's like... Because you
0: say so it in movies, but how does that actually go? Is it awkward? Have you, like, actually met with these people? No. Just, okay, like, so you, phone, okay.
1: video call. So, like, my parents would just be like, all right, I got this guy for you. You know? I asked him. I was like, you know, give me options. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give me options. Yeah, they gave yeah, me yeah. two men.
0: Yeah, that's not enough.
1: And I'm like, no. And I told my mom, I'm like, you know, if you really want someone... If you really want me to marry, like, yeah. you gotta let me just do me just let me be free
0: yeah
1: i think she's a af- and she's trying to kick me out the house right now too. So <laughs> oh really yes she's afraid Wait, that's interesting
0: because a- i don't yeah. from the last time we talked it, it was a thing of like you didn't want to do it
1: oh no she's trying to kick me out. she's like you need a husband and you need to leave. uh that's why to leave my
0: house. it's too yeah to mm-hmm. turn up the, the the heat a little bit
1: yes so it's like yeah, she's yeah. afraid that both of them actually are very afraid that, like, I might not get married. They're just, like, you know, you're actually Like, ever? Getting, like, I don't understand. Yeah, like, they're just, like, you're getting to the age where, you know...
0: Like point point no return?
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> when you get older, no man is gonna want you type of thing. I'm okay. like, sis, like, they yeah, all it's... in my DMs. They right here. Yeah. You wanna see yeah. them? <laughs> they right here. They all want yeah, me, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't <laughs> want them. Like so there's proposals left and right but you know i've talked to my parents i told them y'all gotta let me do me because Mm -hmm. marriage will come when it comes
0: yeah it's definitely a cultural thing it is undoubtedly it's funny yeah i mean yeah and that's all they know all they know is probably you know Mm -hmm. because you know it's funny like i remember reading in high school this book i forget what it's called but it's about like uh i don't even remember exactly what it is i just remember a point where like yeah there was this weird like in the book in the story mm-hmm. there was this weird woman who was like 30 yeah. and she wasn't married and she wasn't married and everybody looked at her like oh she's she a was weird different. one you see that yeah it's weird it's crazy it's
1: crazy because just like society puts so much pressure on women that are not married yeah. and it's like yo marriage is not the end be all like no i not. don't need that to satisfy me or make me happy i want kids though don't get me wrong. Mm. That's the only reason why I would even get married, to have children. Right. But other than that, if I could have children without getting married, i don't need no man i could just get my, like <laughs> yeah, i could just yeah, have yeah, children yeah. on my own <laughs>
2: yeah
1: um but it's That's the societal true. pressure and it's like i love that for you as a man you don't even have to worry about it even men in my culture they don't That's have to worry about it right now i like
0: the way you said that <clears> like, <throat> i love that for you that no you don't have to... <laughs> i do
1: because i'm jealous you don't understand how jealous <laughs> uh, i am of my I, I, I brother. i'm so jealous of men yeah. especially my younger brothers because i yeah, look at yeah. them and i'm like
0: they're just chilling you guys don't even have to worry about any of this
1: But I have to, and marriage is constantly in my ear every single day. I go, I I can't wake up, like, just one day without hearing the word marriage. Well,
0: you can be annoyed at it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good because that's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. you know, I, you know, I understand what you're saying. This, mm-hmm. like, you, you obviously you wish you could have that, but you know, you could be annoyed. Fuck that. That's not that should be fair. Fuck yeah, that. yeah, no, well, you know what true, I mean? like, exactly. True, Don't true. just be like, oh man, I love that for you guys. No, yeah. fuck, <laughs> be a hater, dog. Like, come I can't on. be a
1: hater because be a
0: hater. it's Hate like. Men there's
1: no the pressure on men it does start maybe in your 30s it's Pro- like yo, yeah, yo like you hit in your 30s 30s. Like, yeah. come on here you go yeah but it's just like for women it starts as young as like 18 that's so crazy that know? that's wild
0: mm-hmm. that is wild and that's funny that you say that because i i've been because my older sister she's 24 she recently got married oh, and my younger sister was just like that's so young that's I'm like, so young i'm telling her i'm like Oh, uh, you don't know what's coming to you. Don't do know you what's huh? coming like for even cuz I know for my family like I know they're going to like I told them like, "Bro, they yeah, are that those questions are coming next to you." And she's yeah. like, "What?"
1: What? I'm not ready for
0: that. She's so American. She's like so That's like That's
1: the thing too, yeah. Like to her
0: she 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 is very like Yeah what marriage what are you talking what about man. and i'm like yeah. oh yeah so you yeah reality has not set in for you yet. it's yeah. gonna start happening it's and she's going like to. nah the, the people are not gonna ask me that i'm yeah. like okay yes they are They're, for it's sure coming. um okay mm-hmm. that's that's uh very interesting what was the what was the topic that I, I that i said that i wanted to get to was the oh the marriage part which mm-hmm. is what we just talked about yeah okay now i want to kind of move on to the kids part of it because you did say you want to have kids mm-hmm. and obviously it probably isn't coincidence that you deal with kids on a daily basis so i love kids what have you learned from dealing with kids mm-hmm. so deeply now like from before like what did you understand with kids before and mm-hmm. like now that you've got some for a year right for like about a year yeah, yeah. three years yeah three years i'm sorry yeah, yeah no you're good it's a long time
1: um kids aren't bad
0: oh that's sweet they're not that's bad. sweet that, that's
1: you You. there's no bad kids it's just the bad adults that are raising them the bad environment Damn. that they live in
0: that hit me man because that... a
1: lot of people put so much hate onto children by saying you're a bad child no yeah. there's no bad child it's you that's bad <laughs> you're the one who's like yeah not helping them out yeah you know kids have emotions a lot of adults don't realize that kids have yeah, emotions. they do. They can speak for themselves. I work with little ones, like yeah.
0: five-year-olds. They tell you. Oh, they
1: t- they tell yeah. me that you ask them, "How are you feeling today?" And they tell you how their day was. I. It was good. It was bad. Why was it bad? Something something happened. You know, like, and you just gotta have so much patience and empathy for children mm. because there's right. there's. They're kids, but it's like they don't, they're smart, right? You know, they just need that support. They the need guidance, love. Yeah. They need guidance, and a lot of a lot of the children I work with come from low income neighborhoods. So it's like there's no there's love there. You see it, but it's hard love that they receive. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like sure. some of them are not used to that gentle love, and I can resonate with that because I'm like I don't remember really having that gentle love in my life. It was always yeah, hard man. love. So,
0: man, yeah, it, man, I don't know why, but you saying kids are good, it just really hit me because mm-hmm. I've i I've had this, I've been thinking about this a lot
2: mm-hmm.
0: just with like dealing with kids and or not dealing with kids, but dealing with people
2: mm-hmm.
0: like when people, how do I say this? Mm-hmm. Like we're all like I, I tweeted this a while ago, but like I, I've been noticing there's this thing that I, I was talking to one of my friends about mm-hmm. that I came to a realization of. It's like we are all just. Trying to protect the little kid inside of us from getting hurt. Yeah. It's in, and that goes to the thing of like everybody, I feel like deep down, everybody has good intentions. Mm-hmm. Everybody's good. Like every yeah. kid is good. We, we, we come into this world as good. Yes. And then for whatever reason, like when I think about just like people then having to put layers and layers of armor and like yes. change their behavior to mm-hmm. like, deal in this world Mm -hmm. where like if you don't protect yourself yeah you're gonna get taken advantage of you're gonna get hurt yep it makes me sad because it's like if we if we're all like deep down Mm -hmm. good which is what i believe and Mm -hmm. is what you seem to believe too yes yes yeah like i don't understand what it is Mm. why this is that this is actually like a deep philosophical thing like i took a mm-hmm. philosophy class yeah not too long ago and there is obviously budding philo- like philosophies of like mm-hmm. is everybody good right or or not or like certain people who are just evil like mm-hmm. there's those are like philosophies that you can talk about endlessly but mm-hmm. it does make me sad that a lot of people do what they do and behave the way they behave mm-hmm. because they feel like they need to, not because they actually want like, to. Like, want to, exactly. Isn't that sad? That's just it a is sad, sad thought to me. It's
1: based on, I always say this to everybody it's always about the environment. Yeah. The environment someone was raised in. You know, we all come into this world as a blank slate. Yeah. Yeah. Blank canvas. Exactly. And then you have people who project onto us. They put all their trauma, all their feelings, everything onto like a small child. That child internalizes it yeah. and then that child becomes who they become. Yeah. So it's like you can't it's hard, like it's really hard, but it's always about the environment that a person was raised yeah. in.
0: I think I'm kind of idealistic in that like mm-hmm. my what I try to do just in general, just in, just living life, mm-hmm. is kinda be as open as possible. Yeah. And it's very hard, man, because it mm-hmm. you know, you in it, it because my philosophy in life is mm-hmm. just like is a golden rule: treat people you want to be treated. Right. And so, like I tend to just be as vulnerable and genuine as I can because mm-hmm. I want that out of people. But it's fucked up because people don't necessarily deal in that. You know what I mean? Like they don't, yeah. they don't do that back. And but but mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. I'm doing it to show you can do it. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm being You're genuine. Modeling it. Yeah, I'm trying yes. to show you that you can do you it. You can do it, too. And, and you know, and then and then it just hurts when, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, somebody doesn't see that. Or, like, despite you doing that, mm-hmm. they still, like, you know, poke you.
1: They poke you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you got to be a strong person to really just not let that poking get to you. Yeah. But I love that you mentioned it because it's just, like, you're modeling that behavior. I struggled with vulnerability mm-hmm. until I you know learn got my degree in psychology and i still struggled which cost me some friendships Mm. and then once i got into like my master's program just like whoa okay i gotta be vulnerable like and i when i started working with children that's when i really started to become vulnerable yeah because i'm like if i'm not vulnerable and if i'm not open these kids will not trust me yeah and and then i realized like Yeah, and I'm like, yo, this is why my friendships sometimes don't work because I'm not always open. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. always letting people be vulnerable, you know, towards me or telling me, you know, how they feel, what's going on in their lives. But I'm always, like, a closed book. I don't want to open myself up. I'm scared to get hurt. But it's like, D, you're going to get hurt either way. Like, open up. You know? right
0: that's true that's mm-hmm. interesting how kids like and that's how that's what they always say like kids are so pure because they can't suss out when you're like and when you see kids like rebe- rebelling or like yeah. not behaving it's mm-hmm. because they suss that out it's yeah. like it's almost like a weird like subconscious way mm-hmm. where they're like what is going on yes. this is not what it, sh- what it should be right they're right. like and they start they don't even know what yeah, to do they're exactly, like yeah start going crazy but it's, it's just it's,
1: them reacting to something that has happened honestly yeah, yeah. exactly
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah and you know, I used to work with kids. I mm-hmm. used to, uh, uh um, uh, I used to work at this after school program, like mm-hmm. this, um, karate or taekwondo, nice. jiu-jitsu, I don't remember. Yeah. A martial art. It was just martial arts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was uh, in like I don't even know what part of it. I think South Philly, but like the 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 white South Philly, like rich South Philly. You know what I mean? Wait, like, I think I know what you're like talking. Like Bainbridge.
1: I think I know what organization There's, you're talking
0: yeah, about because yeah, I
1: work with them over the summer. Really? Yeah. Red
0: shirts? A uniform? Is,
1: is it red shirts? I don't think it's red shirts. It's
0: like a small place. You wouldn't even think, but it's like two they floors. They are in South Philly, though. But whatever. Yeah. Um, And what I would have to do is like, you know, I would go after my classes. I would mm-hmm. go there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would pick up the kids, like whatever group of kids I'm assigned mm-hmm. and bring them or my group of kids. And get them from the school. Walk them. Mm, walk them um, to the place. Then mm-hmm. they have their, you know, their schedule. Like you know, you get to play here. You yeah. do the, the the martial arts here. Mm-hmm. Do your homework here. You learn Spanish here. Yeah. Um, and then it will be done by eight. And so it was only like five hours. But mm-hmm. bro, I mean, and this is why I had to quit because I realized within myself like I'm not that passionate like about teaching kids. Yeah. Like the amount of energy, like you truly have to. It, it will be like the same energy that I have to do this podcast and yeah. be able to continue it. You know, it's like that passion. Yeah, you need to have that passion you to work do. with kids you because, do. bro, it's like it's it's so bro. I was like, it was only five hours and yeah. I was finished because it's just finished. like,
2: yeah.
0: and you know, um, all that to say that, like, I know how, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a lot dealing it with is. kids. It's just like. A lot of energy and Oh yeah The one thing with kids That always bother, Ultimately what always Bother me They don't know What to stop Like you know Sometimes <laughs> Bro it's like There will be so many times I'll be yeah. feeling like You know yeah. I, I wanna I wanna be playful I mean right. like <laughs> Play wrestle these kids right. And then like 20 minutes later They're still like Grabbing <laughs> on my, on my ankle <laughs> And You're I'm like just bro, you, you Chill just... <laughs> And they don't no. They just go for, Cause they have inf- inf- I feel like kids Probably have infinite energy I, I don't oh, think yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah They just go Until God. they go to sleep
1: And you have to master their energy <sighs> like, yeah that's
0: what that's what got me i think that's what made yeah. me like i can't do this for like
1: yeah. <laughs> so much
0: longer than this
1: i was like you know what this is cool i like it so yeah.
0: yeah all right i'm back the memory card was full but that was actually kind of just like a good sign in you know the memory card stopped exactly at 7 30 so it's yeah. almost like wrap it's it okay. up <laughs>
2: that was like
0: the camera saying you gotta wrap this up so yeah. um i guess uh I don't want to, uh, I want to, I want to do a soft landing with the kids. What were you yeah. talking about? There? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. This, I, I guess just to make a final point on it, of like the thing where you said the the kids are good and just like, mm. it, 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 like I, I was going to ask you like, or like ponder this. Like there has to be some sort of way mm-hmm. to navigate the world. Yeah. Knowing that there's a lot of people who, because of, you, you know, whatever they went through as a kid mm-hmm. that made them the way they are today mm-hmm. are looking to take advantage of those people who you know are like trying to be more genuine right um and that's like a fact mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's actually funny because my sister told me this she told me this thing that like i even recorded on mm-hmm. my notes or like a voice memo mm-hmm. she said something like some people are just uh, I forget. But it, it was some, it was almost like you know I don't remember. Hold on, can can I can I actually look for it? Yeah, go ahead, look for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: You're gonna understand when you hear this voice note why the thing about kids being good kind of kind of got me a little bit emotional. Mm. Uh, let me play it
3: now. People are mean and no, you
0: messed it up. Oh. people don't care
3: people don't care and they're mean and they're selfish and they only care about themselves
0: that's good and that sounds very depressing but that's the way that i've been able to manage Mm -hmm. whenever somebody does something that's hurtful Mm -hmm. when i'm coming with a genuine like approach if that Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah Um, Like, I've had to resort to that voice to be like, remember, like, Mm -hmm. you're coming with good intentions, and you're trying to show that the other people can be genuine with you, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean they are, and so you need to stay alert for that, so you don't get hurt too deeply Mm -hmm. every single time, because Mm -hmm. it comes to a certain point where it's just like, that's just insanity, the definition of doing that over and over again, but I just wanted to play that to show that, you know, even though people are mean... Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't be who you want to be, you know, on the inside, which is just be genuine and be a good person because that's all, that's all we want to be. It's just Mm be, be open and hopefully people are open to us back, um, that was that was a very that got that got pretty deep there even yeah. with a whole fucking home recording and everything what the fuck <laughs> is this therapy session? Um, oh gosh um okay yeah. any final words before the episode is done to anybody that's listening to mm-hmm. me to yourself five years from now whatever you want to say
1: um to anyone listening take care of yourself therapy is amazing go to therapy if you can afford it um there are resources available um if you can't afford it you know community resources um but just take care of yourself take care of your mental well-being your physical well-being as well because you matter
0: so Mm, yourself yeah and most importantly Buy the sweetest nectar
1: yeah <laughs> how do i forget that you know but, i care about
0: people so yeah it's like yeah, I people want... matter you know people yeah. matter but my book matters more is all i'm saying yeah. you know what i mean uh, uh the sweetest nectar you can yeah. find her on her instagram bio but it's going to be in the description of this episode yes d thank you so much for doing this episode this thank was great having me, i here's what i got to tell you yeah. next time we do a podcast yeah I want us to have more time.
1: Yeah. Because, no, I got you. I okay. got you. Because last yeah.
0: time it was kind of a similar thing where you had to go and... get you're very busy. it's a
1: weekday. I know. It's I understand. Problem, yeah. Very
0: busy woman. I yeah, want yeah. us to have an episode yeah. where there's enough time to breathe. Because yes. I, I, I kind of... I felt like I was rushing through a lot of yeah, it. Yeah. But I feel like you know I got you. I got you. my goal is to maybe even do like a two-hour no, episode you. like let's you know what i mean i feel yes. like we could do it let's do it so i got you next time i hit you up to do the podcast yes. i want it to be whenever you are truly free yes i truly Sundays. do want that yes uh good to know Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> um the way we're gonna end this episode is with a song that D chose D, what song did he choose to Lost Souls
1: by baby king. king
0: probably at the i think at this point it is my second favorite album of the year yes
1: it's
0: so good what's
1: the first one
0: Tyler's uh, Call Me If You Get oh, Lost.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't listened to it. I'm before. a big
0: Tyler fan, so yeah. that that's why. Nice. Um, yes, Lost Souls. Not the Brent Fayez remix. Do you, is there any specific reason why or you just don't like it as much?
1: I just don't like Brent in the song. Like oh,
0: that. oh, oh, oh. I like and Brent. Song. I just oh, don't like okay, him in the okay. song. He don't right. fit in there. He, you felt like he was
1: yeah i was like why are you in here he should
0: have been like he wasn't even doing really like melodic he was just kind of like yeah rapping,
1: yeah and i'm like Dude, which
0: didn't even make sense yeah like no. i feel like baby keem sounded more like brim Fayez and yes, like brim did. Yes. i saw like, that's yeah, funny no. um yes uh lost souls uh this has been episode what 152 thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and i'll catch you guys next week there we go i'm gonna turn off the microphones camera is going to be recording and then until the song ends and then
3: Number, we pay bills Please don't make a mess I don't do good with spills Lately I've been stressed Been even a drill No regrets when it's real
2: You guys to